Argentina has elected right-wing candidate Javier Milei as its new president. From here outside the Libertador Hotel, along Avenida Cordoba in the city center of Buenos Aires, Sergio Massa has just conceded to Milei. Milei has just won a landslide victory and the crowd here is slowly growing. People are ecstatic. Mille has promised big changes, which include replacing the Argentine peso with the US dollar as a legal currency. So, what will his win mean for Argentina, your organisation and your workforce? Hello and welcome to this Global Situation podcast from International SOS, the leading health and security risk services company. I'm Chris Giles. Well, joining me for this podcast is David Kispe, International SOS's lead security analyst for South America, who was in Argentina to witness the election result. So, David, tell me a bit more about your visit to the country. Certainly. So I arrived here in Buenos Aires on November 17th, uh, two days before the presidential runoff election between conservative right-wing libertarian then-candidate Javier Milei and the establishment candidate, the current economy minister, Sergio Massa of the, the center-left coalition. It was a very divided election. It prompted a heightened political polarization mostly driven by uh, Argentina's current economic crisis, in which there's been over 140% interannual inflation, as well as double-digit monthly inflation over the past several months. And I was here to witness that runoff and any associated security implications in the aftermath, since there was a lot of concern, given that we were expecting a tight result, that there could be protests and, and demonstrations. Now, in the end, it was a convincing result for Mr. Millet. So how was that received in the country? Very much so. So Millet won by more than 11 percentage points. Massa actually ended up conceding before the official results were announced, just given that their internal numbers uh, showed such a striking victory. And at least here in central Buenos Aires, the atmosphere was was very much euphoric. Central Buenos Aires has traditionally been a bastion of opposition to the, the center-left government. but Millet's victory was really, really astounding, even in the, the Peronist or center-left bastion of Buenos Aires province, so the outlying suburbs of Buenos Aires, which is uh, home to uh, the vast majority of the working class here in Buenos Aires metropolitan area. Millet scored in, in a virtual tie. He lost by less than two percentage points uh, and overall won 21 of the 24 provinces. that evening late into the night that you could hear horns honking everywhere in very large gatherings in, in most of the landmark areas here in central Buenos Aires, very much celebratory in nature. And even on the front uh, of the, the current government, who will be the, the Millet opposition, uh, there was no uh, calls to protest. The rally that had been staged in the event they won very quickly dissipated. And uh, thus far, the calls to protest against Millet have been limited, with some unions calling for assemblies to kind of analyze what they will do in response. But there definitely hasn't been a, a forceful, organized, immediate opposition to Millet. David, you were in country while this was happening, and it was an unexpected result. What sort of feeling did you pick up from maybe the people you spoke to while you were there about the nature of this victory? Yeah, so the result uh, that ended up playing out was unexpected in in terms of the margin. Everyone I spoke with before the election uh, expected a a pretty tight result, uh, and no one was really sure which way it would go. And people were pretty concerned about what could happen on election night uh, and afterwards. So in that sense, the kind of clear result was a, a sigh of relief. But another common trend that I identified when I spoke with people was that obviously no one was satisfied with the status quo, the inflation, the, the economic crisis. 
And while not everyone was uh, expressed support for Millet, even people who were opposed to Millet planned to vote for Massa uh, more out of Millet's kind of personal controversial positions rather than a, a support for the current government. And as I mentioned, uh, on election night here in central Buenos Aires, the atmosphere was very much of, of euphoria. From here outside the Libertador Hotel, along uh, Avenida Cordoba in the city center of Buenos Aires, uh, candidate Sergio Massa has just conceded to Millet. Uh, Millet has just won a landslide victory, and the crowd here is slowly growing. People are ecstatic, uh, and for now, concerns about uh, anti-fraud protests throughout the country are assuaged. The situation is uh, very calm. Uh, with likely peaceful but uh, disruptive celebratory gatherings. Supporters came out in droves, but the people I've spoke with since, uh, even people who didn't vote for him, they expressed very much uh, concern, hoping that the campaign melee would kind of shift over into a more presidential melee, but very much uh, hopeful and, and uh, perhaps not optimistic, but definitely hoping for the best in terms of the economic policies that he plans to implement and uh, hoping for a, a positive change in the Argentine economy. And David, Millet's promised some drastic changes as part of his campaign. So can you recap on some of those and what it could now mean for the country? So uh, as you mentioned, these are some very controversial proposals and partly why the election was, was so divided. So he's proposed, among other things, dollarizing the, the Argentine economy with uh, having the US dollar be the, the official or, or main currency. In order to do this, he plans to dissolve the central bank and he largely blames it for Argentina's current economic problems, namely inflation. And so he's very much a right-wing politician on the economic front, but he's also waded into more right-wing controversial positions on social issues, right? So he's, he's expressed his opposition to abortion. His vice president, Victoria Villarreal, has waded into denialism of certain atrocities that were committed during Argentina's previous dictatorship. And so some of these more radical positions definitely create the, the grounds for the mobilized left to carry out protest campaigns against him and could eventually erode some of that support that he has right now if things begin to not go well or if he begins to stray into controversial positions on, on the social front or, or other areas other than the immediate and, and concrete economic situation. So looking forward, how do you think it could affect the security environment in the country? So as I mentioned, the country is, is still in, in the midst of the economic crisis. Inflation is expected to continue. Even Millet says that there's going to be significant inflation over the next six months. So at least right now, the strong mandate that he has, he's going to really need to leverage that in order to get some of his proposals underway in, in the early stages. And so given that there's definitely going to be significant instability, both uh, economic and potentially political in early to, to mid-2024, we've already seen just in the immediate aftermath of the election an increase in prices here in, in Buenos Aires, the uh, unofficial dollar rate has increased more than uh, 10%. Also on the economic front, amid the significant price volatility, uh, is potential for disruption to uh, supply chains, including uh, provision of important goods such as fuel. We previously saw during a, a period where providers were expecting an, an increase in the uh, unofficial dollar rate, the dynamic of, of withholding fuel supplies, uh, and this obviously prompted uh, perceived shortages and, and long lines. It's very likely we could see scenarios like that recur in the future, given the economic uncertainty and the volatility in prices could affect different goods and, and the supplies in urban areas in particular. So there's very much a concern as to how the economic conditions will unfold. And that is going to certainly 
weigh on a lot of uh, mobilized political groups of the, the now opposition, left-wing groups that are very likely to mobilize in terms of public sector unions, as well as, as I mentioned previously, organizations that claim to fight against a political authoritarianism linked to kind of struggles against the previous dictatorship. Uh, they've all expressed very strong positions against Millet. And while Millet seems to have a pretty strong mandate right now, in the future, if things don't go well, uh, they're very much uh, likely to mobilize against his government. And finally, David, I just wanted to ask you, what do you think Millet's victory will have with regards to an impact on the organizations that we work with and their workforce? So I think organizations should take into account both the economic impact as well as the impact of future protests and uh, related disruption. So on the economic front, as I've been saying, we can expect uh, continued volatility and different economic indicators that play out directly on, on people's lives. This can cause considerable disruption in the event of shortages and related concerns. Uh, while this is something that uh, Argentines are, are used to, local workforce that is, it's very much expected to be more volatile in the coming months than it's been at any period perhaps uh, since the crisis in 2001. And that period led to some, uh, some unrest, including cases of looting that were driven by the economic and, and social conditions. Uh, while we haven't seen that uh, thus far, it's very much something uh, to monitor as that could prompt uh, incidents of, of looting and, and localized violence. Similarly, on the social and political front, as I mentioned, if Millet's first several months don't go well, uh, economically is expected to be rough, but if on the political side as well, he's not able to kind of secure a coalition that uh, supports or backs his policy, and he wades into confrontation with different union and other left-wing groups, it could prompt a series of uh, protest campaigns that uh, sort of build upon each other. These groups are very well organized and able to shut down main streets in Buenos Aires, so it can cause significant traffic disruption, and on occasions can result in clashes and, and disturbances with the police and uh, potentially rival protest groups as well. However, we don't expect a significant or, or kind of widespread situation of unrest or, or attempts to kind of force Millet out of office in the short to medium term. Okay, David, thank you so much for all your analysis and advice. You're welcome, Chris. Well, that's all for now, but just a reminder that you'll be able to access all the latest information and updates for Argentina from our website, internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centres, available to clients 24-7. But until next time, thank you so much for listening and goodbye.